The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yo, what's going on, Busted Nation? It's me, Bully Ray. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. Today, the return of the Hall of Fame and pain. That's right, myself and Mark Henry taking you through it. What we got on tap today, Vince McMahon and Pat McAfee. How did it go? What did it all mean? The big sit down on the Pat McAfee show. Vince is gonna induct The Undertaker into the Hall of Fame. What do you think, right or wrong? Vince gives Pat McAfee a match at WrestleMania. What do you think, right or wrong? Me and Mark Henry talk about it, discuss it, break it all down, right here on the Hall of Fame and Pain edition of the Busted Open Podcast, Turn that shit up. Vince was on Pat McAfee's show. Now, I'm just going to throw this out there. Vince McMahon should have been on Busted Open before he was on Pat McAfee's show. I love Pat McAfee. You love Pat McAfee. Yeah. We both got a soft spot in our heart for Vince. But truth be told, Vince McMahon, you should have been on Busted Open before the Pat McAfee show. There, I said it. And it would have been as humanizing as it was having the interview that he had with Pat. Vince knows us. He knows we would never attack him. He knows we would never we would never try to belittle him and make him look bad. Speak to yourself. I'd attack the shit out of him. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. As much as you have whatever gripes or beefs, you respect the man. Oh, you learned God. a lot from him, just like I did. I have and- no gripes or beefs with Vince. Okay. Well, I, I never had, I don't have any gripes or beef with him other than the fact that I wanted to do the job that I'm doing and they didn't hire me. That's it. And, and there's a lot of people that's in that damn boat. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people, but you know what? Sometimes you got to go away, cut your teeth, prove that I can succeed without you. Yeah, absolutely. And not only can I succeed, but I can make the corporation or the businesses that I'm involved with better. And it's to your detriment not to have me. And, and, and that's, that's, that's my ultimate goal. You, you want people that's competitive. I want, I want people that my wife is competitive. My kids are competitive. If you don't step up and do the extra work, you're going to get your ass beat. And that's because of the mentality. But you know where I where I learned that at the WWE. Exactly. exactly. I learned that from Vince. 
So go and attack. And 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 I think that Pat McAfee did a very good job of treading the line of hey boss and Vince. Right. Now tell me what you think, you know, and he did a good job of it. Pat is very, very laid back. You know, he's got a great personality. I think he's a great interviewer. It, it doesn't come, it, you know, it doesn't come off like a, you know, it, this didn't have that Bob Costas, Vince McMahon antagonistic feel. This was just a conversation, you know, the boys shooting the shit. But what, what I, I like what you said about how he had to tread, you know, between boss and Vince. I looked at it more as like, okay, this is the Pat McAfee show. So I have to stay true to my show and my fan base and my listeners while still having my other boss on and getting all of the things that we want to get out there. The biggest point to me was that Vince is going to be inducting the undertaker into the hall of fame. Me and you have been talking about this from day one. I know me and Dave have been talking about it from day. From the minute we started talking, I was of the opinion that there's only one person to induct the undertaker into the hall of fame. It's Vince McMahon. And I always go back to the phone call when Mark Calloway picked up that phone and Vince McMahon said, is this the undertaker? Bang. This is a Vince McMahon idea. He created the undertaker. It's his creation. It's his gimmick. It's his baby. There's only one guy. And based on the friendships that the men have, it should be Vince. So it is. So that's the biggest story that came out. Also, Vince offered Pat McAfee um, a match at WrestleMania and what's been going on on TV with Austin Theory and now Corey Graves is kind of throwing his name out there on social media. A lot going on. So the first uh, big piece of uh, news that came out of this was Vince inducting The Undertaker into the Hall of Fame. The one thing that stood out to me was the fact that Vince said this is going to be the most difficult thing he's ever had to do. And then kind of at the end, uh, Pat is stooging it off. So your opinion first, why will this be the most difficult thing that Vince McMahon has had, ever had to do? Vince alluded to it. He said the loyalty. And he also said him being family. And there's a lot of things that they've gone through outside the ring, outside of wrestling. There, who, the, when, when I say the people that you can rely on, when something goes wrong at home and you, who, who, who convinced go, damn, man, I think I'm, I think I messed up. I, you know, this happened at home. Um, like, I mean, what, what would you do? Vince has that would take her. Like, that is your confidant. That's your, your barometer of good and evil. He's the, he's the devil on your, on your shoulder and the angel. And you can spill your guts and not be judged. And there's a lot of people that don't have that. And if you got one, then you're truly, truly blessed. And I think that Taker is Vince's one of all time, of all the people that he knows 
I think Taker is his voice of reason. And Vince has been there for Mark as well. I mean, you talk about divorces. You talk about uh, people in the family passing away. You talk about, uh, I told you, one of of the things that stand out to me is um, my mother died. And Vince called me and said, hey, um, I know you're a spoiled mama's boy. He said, you come back when you come back. I don't want to hear from you. Don't call me and say thank you. Get your life together. Not many bosses do that. And they paid my ass every week I was gone. And Taker has that times a thousand. Whatever Vince got, Taker's got. That's his brother. It's not just you know, think about the flounder. Flounder, your brother. Yep. I got my guy, Bill. I got my guy, Rick Whitney. I got people that if I kill somebody, they're going to be like, Mark, you messed up. Now we can't fix that. But let's, I want your soul to be all right. I want your family to be all right. These people are going to go into DEFCON 5 and try to fix my life before I go to jail. You see what I'm saying? When Absolutely. you got somebody like that. Call the ride or die. Ride or die. The ride or die. That's his guy. Yeah. Without a so, doubt. I, I mean, man, he, he's been going to be hard. And here's what I when I'm listening to Vince say, this is going to be the most difficult thing I had to do immediately I'm asking myself, well, why? And I think Vince is going to get emotional quickly. I don't think Vince likes being vulnerable on camera in front of millions of people. No, because of weakness. You know how he is. He doesn't even like to sneeze because he can't control the sneeze. And he feels like the sneeze is defeating him, him weak. Yeah. And makes him weak. So I just think it's going to be a very emotional night. And I, th- you know, Vince talked about how he knows the man, Mark Calloway, and he, you know, loves him to death. And, you know, you heard Pat McAfee say to Vince, like, I, I think I heard you crack a little bit in the beginning. There's like, no, 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 I, I, I would never do that. No. But yeah, you are. Because if there's one person that you t- truly love, in that company, it's Mark Calloway. It's the Undertaker. That interview, they started talking about loyalty at one point. And Pat asked him about the wars, and Vince stopped him. So I, I, I never had a conversation with Mark about him leaving. I never had a conversation with Mark about um, money. And this and that. He never had those conversations because he knew Mark wasn't going nowhere. That's his company. And think about that for a second, Mark, because in a time where Eric Bischoff had pretty much unlimited funds at his disposal and was plucking guys from the WWE left and right. Hogan, Hall, Nash, like you you name it. 
Yeah. And now Vince is able to put his head on his pillow at night, knowing there's no way in hell Mark Calloway jumps ship on me. Yeah. That's that says a lot to the word loyalty, which, as you know, and as I know, in this business is a load of crap. There's it's not hard, much. It's, it's hard to find. It's a one percenter type thing, just like you have the one percenters and like the Hell's Angels or or these gangs. You, the one percenters in the wrestling business who actually have pride, dignity, man's man, loyalty. It, 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 it's hard to find. Bully. I've unfortunately in my life been around some real gangsters. Real gangsters. And I've <clears throat> I've heard the conversation about where the bodies are buried type stuff. And how that works. I'm going to go with you. I'm not going to be a part of it. But I'm gonna go with you because you gotta do this. You gotta do it. I'm not doing it. You know how scary that I've never been in a situation like that where I wanted to kill somebody. I wanted somebody dead or something like that. I never. But to I, I if one of my friends said I'm going to do it, I'm not going with her. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> But I'm not going. You go by yourself. You. But there are people that say, "Look, I'm, I'm, I got you back. I'm gonna be right there with you, bro. You got to do that work. Go do it." Well, I was gonna ask you for a favor because I got to take care of this thing later. <laughs> and I promise <laughs> you. I promise you, we'll go to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles afterwards. <laughs> no, there ain't no, there ain't no restaurant that I love that I'm going with you. No, sir. I love going home at night. <laughs> I had, and the thought of never seeing my kids again is the greatest deterrent away from going to jail. Even though there's some people, ooh, ooh you just want to do them. But I just can't. I would never. You know where the bodies are buried? And you can sleep at night knowing that that person knows what you did. And nobody's never going to find out. Hey, Mark, I got to ask you a question. And this just popped into my head. And I don't want to make this a long discussion. But okay. I got to ask you. Your, somebody told me the other day. We we're talking about shoot locker room bullies. Somebody said to me that they thought Taker was a bit of a bully. Did you ever experience that? Never. I said the same thing. I, I was never, like, I've never, I've never seen that man. Once. You know what Taker was? A leader. He was a leader. And he had a lot of, a lot of people used to tell me, Ernie Ladd told me stories about uh, Paul Bosch um, pulling two guys in a room that had a beef and moving all the furniture out of the way and yep. saying, guys, and he had two of his main guys, two of the big tough guys. And he would say, okay, are y'all going to discuss this like men or are you going to handle it with your fists? But I got to tell you, 
if your knee hits the ground, your butt hits the ground, your back hits the ground, and you lose, pack your shit. You're fired. So are you going to talk about it and get it out of the way? That was a great indicator of let's communicate first. And if you can't handle it, then fight, get it over with, shake hands. Good luck to you you in future endeavors. Yep. That's how Taker was. Yep. Like, hey, man, y'all need to talk about that. Like, if I hear one more thing about it, somebody may not be here. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. Like I said, um, this, I, I'm not going to stooge you this, stooge it off. No, um, no. Uh, they said, yeah, you know, Taker was, uh, I thought he was a bit of a bully. And I'm, and I'm racking my brain. Even when I went head to head with Taker on some creative stuff and some finishes and, you know, and I did, he never bullied me. He never imposed his will on me. He never pulled the vet card on me. I never saw him do any bullying. So I, I just wanted to get your, your quick take I, on that. Because you spent that, even more time person, with him than I did. Which you can tell me in the break. And if I know anything, I'll tell you. Yeah, okay. All right. That's a good I idea. I think that person might have had the law be put down on them. And they just never forgave him for it. Fair enough. Because I've been Fair told enough. no. Haven't you been told no? I've been told no plenty of times in this business. <laughs> yeah. And nobody likes no. hearing no. Sorry. I, I mean, I, I hear you, but that's not going to happen. Right. I've had that. All right, man. I got to go on to the next thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Bye. Hear what's happening around the globe on World of Basketball. Scott Morrison, the coach of Perth. What are the things you took away from Brad Stevens? The other day, I was looking for a full court, kind of late clock play. He said, uh, look up 2010 Butler versus Stanford first half. I think we ran this, this, and this. Sure enough, I got on Synergy and found the game, and it was exactly as he as he described it. New episodes of World of Basketball, hosted by Fran Fraschilla, are released Thursdays on the SiriusXM app and wherever you get your podcasts. As a wrestling fan, you know it's hard. All the blood, the sweat, the tears, the chairs. It's a hard day out there. And do you know what tastes incredible after a hard day in the ring? A Mike's Hard Lemonade. You get all hot and bothered, and then you can cool off with an ice-cold hard lemonade. Since day one, Mike's Hard Lemonade has been making lemonade the hard way. They take three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, and cold-press them to create a taste like no other. They choose to do things the hard way because they know hard days deserve a hard lemonade. That's why for 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Find now in store, Mike's is hard, so is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium malt beverage with flavors. Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 
best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. So the second biggest thing coming out of the talk was Vince offering Pat McAfee a match at WrestleMania. Now, this is obviously going to be one of those, you know, segments. This is an attraction match to me. Yeah, I think Pat has did a very good job in NXT with the physicality he had to do. Would you agree or disagree, Mark? I would. I, I, I told you. There's not many people that has had the success in getting over with an audience as Pat McAfee has in the time that he's done it. Everything that they have handed Pat from announcing in NXT to physicality in NXT to pregame shows to doing what he's doing behind the desk at SmackDown. He's, he's not knocking out of the park. He hasn't failed yet. And, and think about it. All those little things he does on SmackDown, he says things that maybe others could not get away with. Standing up at the desk, he's adding his own flavor. Like, Vince is giving him his leeway. Now Vince offers him a match at WrestleMania. So based on what we've been seeing unfold, you're laughing your ass off right now. Why? I'm laughing because Pat McAfee also got over with me because he is one of the boys. Oh, yeah. And the first time that I met him, I mean, hey, what's going on, man? Hey, Mark Henry. And we, he's like, let me buy you a beer. I'm like, nah, man, I'm good. I don't drink. Oh, man, let me buy you a soda. I just want to sit down and talk to you. All right, come on, man, let's talk. Three drinks in. He's drank three shots and two beers, and we're going to a comedy show. Pat gets sloppy drunk. And passes out at the table. At After the, three at, shots and two beers? No, he had been drinking more once oh, we got okay. to Caroline's. Okay. And, I mean, he's probably eight drinks in now and, and four beers. He's falling asleep at the table. <laughs> and then he throws up in the lobby of the hotel next to Caroline's. What did I have to do? You carried him? On the shoulder. Carry his ass back to the car, get out of the car. And he's like, Mark, I feel like I got to throw up. I said, you better swallow that shit because if you vomit <laughs> on me, I will kill you. He said, no, I'm not going to throw up on you, dad. I don't want to die. He's drunk out of his mind. And I would imagine that he he slurs a lot, doesn't he? He's like, oh, oh God, he was, he was that. <laughs> and I had to carry him to his room, pull his shoes off. 
and leave him in the, laying on his on the bed. I hope he didn't vomit on the bed. I just that's that's what Gabby had to do for Lagreca a couple of months ago. At no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, Lagreca was so drunk in public, and believe me, the boys called me and they told me they're like, "Dude, what's up with Lagreca?" He's like, "He's a mess." And they said that Gabby had to put him over her shoulder, carry him back to the room, tuck him in, take his socks off, put him to sleep. Damn. I'm sorry, so, Gabs. I don't get so, paid enough for this job. So he's know, yeah. one of the boys. I, I've yeah, carried the boys ask, and I carried Pat's ass. Just ask the boys. Um, Vince offers Pat the match. Pat accepts. Vince says we're going to find you a suitable opponent based on what's been unfolding on Raw. Who do you think the suitable opponent will be? Or is it somebody outside of the box? Well, Bully, at first I thought it was going to be Vince himself. And then the wise Gabby just brought up a point. And Gabby, say, say what you said to me and Bully. Because I don't want to steal your thunder. That was your gimmick. Like, <laughs> let, let, let the fans know what you think. Well, so, you know, as we discussed before the show at all times, you know, me, Bully, Mark, uh, yourself, and Andre, we were kind of throwing out options of stuff. And I was talking about, you know, Corey Graves has been tweeting about Pat and that he can still fight. Even when he couldn't wrestle, he could always fight. You know, he wants to fight him. Is there kind of planting the seed there? And then if that were to happen, Mark, that's a commentator versus commentator. That's a Raw versus SmackDown. That's a battle of two guys from the tables of the commentary booth. So is that kind of the angle that they're going to take with it? That could be interesting. Wow. You know, Corey was just cleared to be able to wrestle again as well. Um who knows? That's something outside the box that could be an option. What do you I think? I thought Bully's idea was good, too, like Austin Theory. So you know? th well, let's throw three names out there for a second. The, the rumor mill has been Pat McAfee versus Vince McMahon. The match that does good business for a future star is Pat McAfee versus Austin Theory because we see Vince grooming Austin Theory. And from what I understand, the entire locker room likes Austin Theory, and they want to do something real with him. And then there's the idea that Gabby threw out of uh, um, uh, Pat Corey McAfee Graves. versus a returning Corey Graves. This is an attraction match. In order, Mark, of those three, what do you think in the world of sports entertainment Vince thinks his fan base wants to see. I I would think that Vince would put him in there against Austin Theory, his guy, and make him prove to him that he can live up to that Vince McMahon standard. If you can't beat, I can hear Vince now. I'm giving you a shot at WrestleMania. If you can't beat this guy, you can't bury him, you can't put him in the ground, you're done. Pack your shit. Don't even look at me. Don't say nothing to me. Get out of here. I think that that would be a, you know, a, a place for Pat to be. It doesn't matter if he wins or loses. Well, it doesn't matter if he loses. 
you just won't you just won't um you just you you, you want to win and if you can get that regardless of who it's against then you have a successful wrestlemania moment and then you can go on monday night raw the next week and show the clip of you winning at wrestlemania that, that means something I, I look at this match, like I always say, it's an attraction match. It's not going to be like an edge versus AJ Styles. So knowing how the WWE likes to present these attraction matches, I think the the match that puts asses in seats and having people tune into WrestleMania is 1000% Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee. That's number one to me. That's the one that, people at the water cooler are going to talk about. Oh my God, Vince is 74. He's going to wrestle again. Oh my God. Did you hear that? Vince McMahon's going to be in the ring against Pat McAfee. Like that gets people talking. That gets the crossover uh, viewer to watch the person that normally would never watch. Now is going to tune into uh, WrestleMania just because this car crash is going to happen. And we just, I just want to see what Vince McMahon at 74 or 75 years old looks like strutting. You know, he likes to take his shirt off. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. He like loves cock, to take his shirt like off. The cock of the walk. Look at me walk to the ring. Look at how big I am and how tad I am in my strut. And I hope I don't know, blow out another hamstring uh, or a quad. Uh, <laughs> and I want to see him come to the ring with, with the little guy next. Hey, boss, you look great, boss. Everybody's cheering for you, boss. You're, you're, <laughs> you're Mr. WrestleMania, boss. Um, I like <laughs> Dabby's idea. I think it's a creative idea. I think that if it was a, 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 a regular pay-per-view, I think that's a good idea. Like, that would be perfect for Survivor Series. Raw announced guy versus SmackDown announced guy. That that's kind of a fit. But this I don't, is WrestleMania. You got to draw money, and Vince is the money draw. He he really is. And if it's not going to be Vince because he doesn't want to get in the ring, then I think it has to be Austin Theory because of the story that you laid out. Vince breathing down the kid's neck. You want an opportunity? I'll give you an opportunity. All you got to do is beat that piece of shit, Pat McAfee. Yada yada yada. And he then thinks he's going to wrestle me. Well, he's not going to wrestle me. He's going to wrestle you. And there's so many bells and whistles that they could put on this because you could have Vince out there in Austin Theory's corner. If you really want to think outside of the box, you could have Shane McMahon do a run-in. There's there's so many bells and whistles. There's so many smoke and mirrors that you could put on this match that it could turn out to be very entertaining because we know that Pat McAfee can hit all of his spots. We've seen him do it in NXT. There's a degree of trust there with everything. I, I think there's an opportunity to make this one of the better attraction matches um, in that we've seen in years past in WrestleMania history. Hi, everyone. I'm Hall of Fame sportscaster Leslie Visser. And if you love sports the way I do, the people, the passion, then you'll enjoy my podcast in conversation every Thursday. I've drawn from 45 years of covering all sports with people like Billie Jean King and David Duchovny and the merry prankster himself, Bill Walton. I have reached the top of the mountain. I am having a conversation with Leslie Visser. My hero. So please listen and subscribe wherever you stream your podcasts. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are influencers on the internet. 
which means Tubi is more popular than sponsored posts for digestive enzymes and high-coverage foundation. More popular than soft-launching your boyfriend. More popular than making boomers explode with rage when you tell them how much you make on a single post. Tubi, it's more popular than influencers. See you in there. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Hall of Fame and Pain Friday, Falls Count Anywhere. To the phones we go. Rostafa out in New Jersey. Rostafa, what's going on, my friend? What did you think of the Vince interview on the Pat McAfee show? Well, happy Friday, guys. Shout out to the Jersey Bella, uh, Gabby. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, just a real quick thing. Uh, Mark, thank you for that, uh, that inspirational uh, little quote that you made a couple weeks ago after one of the boys had called up. Really meant a lot to me, uh, especially like you know going through some rough times, but it's all good. Um, with the Pat McAfee show, there's one thing that a lot of people are not really talking about. It's the creativity of Vince McMahon. You know, the funny thing is, it's like, again, he's come up, he's even said it himself. He's had like a lot of, um, he's had a lot of uh, good ideas, but then also really a lot of bad ideas. And uh, case in point, Shawn Michaels once said in an interview where Vince is like, you know, even Vince says, hey, I'm not cool. I don't know what's cool these days. And I only know what I know. And um, I guess like really what my question is, is like, as far as the current product goes, when it comes to micromanaging, when it comes to the creative process, is that a real thing or is it just internet speculation based upon, you know, what fans think and what the boys report? Rostafa, thanks for the phone call, my friend. Appreciate you listening, calling in. Mark, what do you got? Uh, I I think that Vince has the ultimate say. He's going to have the last say. And if it doesn't seem feasible, he's going to say, no, let's do it this way. And if it is something that can be done, Vince wants to make sure that it's going to be entertaining to the fan. The one thing that you, you can, you can, you can criticize Vince all you want to at the end of the day, his decision processing is, is it good for pro wrestling? Is it good for the fan? And that being said, like you said, he's made mistakes, but we all do. We, we, nobody's batting a thousand. Nobody. Uh, I mean, it's true. You, you can't, you, you're never going to get this right all the time creatively. I mean, and think about, you know, fans like to bitch, moan, and complain about creative, Mark. Coming up with intriguing, interesting, exciting, creative, TV, 52 weeks a year, it's not easy. 
I mean, I'll, I'll sit here and I will hold a gun to the head of creative. But I do understand what it's like, especially when you're working for Vince. You have to work within his vision. And sometimes you think you are working within his vision, but he just doesn't like it. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. 